early in 2017, I made a change in the route that I took to drive to the church in South Park. And what I did was I, I changed my route so that I would be sure to drive by Regal Cinemas, the movie theater, at Phil's Place in South Park. Because we were getting ready to leave our church campus so that we could rebuild it into a mixed-use development. And we would be doing ministry out in the community. And the church leadership felt led by God to do our worship services at Regal Cinemas. And so I would drive by there every day. And when I did, I was just praying to God, God, thank you for this awesome opportunity. Thank you for this, this great vision that you've given us and, and called us to do. And please help us through the transition. Please help us with our many mixed emotions. And God, please help us to reach our community for Jesus, because this is what you're asking us to do. Help us to adapt to doing modern worship and traditional worship, both in a movie theater. And so it was an exciting time, and I really enjoyed those drives in to work and coming back home and, and that sort of thing. And sometimes, to be honest with you, I, I would be praying to God saying, God, what have you got us into? This is exciting, and it's awesome, but it's intimidating, and can we really pull this off? And, and so I had you know, just this honest conversations with God. And I just look back on those conversations in that time of prayer, uh, just with a lot of joy in my heart and, and knowing how far God has brought us since then. And we've been now in the time off campus, which we call the frontier for three and a half years plus. And in that time, we worship in a movie theater. We've done ministry in our homes. We've done that in coffee shops and the YMCA and other churches and all around our community. And it's just been an amazing time. And the reason that we call it the frontier is that we look back to our early history 54 years ago when the founders of uh, Sharon United Methodist Church, which became South Park Church, when they started the church in what was essentially a cow pasture. And they began meeting, first of all, in a school in South Park while the building was being built. And, and some of our founding members are still with us. And you've been able to do this twice. But we really look back on them as pioneers Right. Launching a church in what was a cow pasture and, and trying to reach the, the, the then Sharon community. And now we believe that God's calling us to be pioneers again to reach what the community has transformed into, into the South Park community. And so we've been in the time in the frontier for the past three and a half years. And what a, what a ride it's been. It's like a roller coaster. There's been ups and downs and all kinds of exciting things that have come our way. Lots of surprises and challenges and uh, frustrations and lots of joy and meeting new people. And it's just been an amazing time in the frontier. And now that time in the frontier is coming to an end as we're anticipating getting into our new campus by the end of this year. And it's super exciting. And so today we're starting a new series called The Final Frontier. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to think about, you know, this is the frontier is, is coming to an end. You know, I'm going to probably make some references to Star Trek with space, the final frontier. That probably doesn't shock you. But it, it, it's an amazing time. And our time in the frontier, you know, we've talked a lot about Dream Big South Park and Love South Park. And uh, we've talked about being the spiritual crossroads of South Park, our community. We, we've tried to help people live life to the full in Jesus. And I think that's all, you know, pretty much saying the same thing, that we're called by God to reach people for Jesus, to connect people to God. And, and we've been doing that in the frontier for the past three and a half years. And 
I know if you're honest like me, there's been times that are like, this is good. This is awesome. We love it. We're going to do it. And sometimes it's like, wow, this is crazy hard. And will we ever make it? And, and, and those, those types of emotions. And so today we're going to just take some time and look back in the frontier and, and celebrate those ups and downs and, and kind of walk through that together as we remember what God has done among us. Are we going to make it? Absolutely, we're going to make it. And God is with us and is preparing to do awesome things. And I really feel like we've been living a biblical story, both uh, a story of the Old Testament with a story of the New Testament. We look in the Old Testament and at the people of Israel as they were escaping slavery in Egypt and going to the promised land of Israel. And, and, and they got hung up for 40 years. They spent 40 years in a rocky desert that was known as the wilderness. And they, they wandered around for 40 years. And thankfully, our frontier time has not been 40 years and is not going to be 40 years. Uh, three and a half years, it's, it's been great. But and, and the Israelites wandered around for 40 years because they've been disobedient to God in, in some things. And we're not in the frontier because we've been disobedient. We've been in the frontier because we've been obedient to God. So there are some, some differences, but there's some similarities about just kind of being nomads and, and trying to figure out how to do ministry out in the world like that. And then I think about the New Testament. Uh, when the church first started, and we read about this in the book of Acts and in Paul's letters in the New Testament, when the church first started, there were no church buildings. There was no church property. The church was in the community, in people's homes, in places of business. And so we've been able to experience that uh, like never before. And so that's been an exciting way for us to kind of relate to people in the Old Testament, relate to people in the New Testament. And I know that even in the new building, we're going to keep our roots out in the community because that's been a beautiful thing that, that we've been able to encounter and experience uh, in our 54 years, but especially in the last three and a half of them. And so uh, today I just would like to dive into scripture, uh, to, to some of that Old Testament story in the book of Joshua. The people of Israel have been wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years. God's been with them. They've been worshiping God. But now is the time for them to go into the promised land of Israel. Uh, their time of arrival has come and the priests have gone ahead of the, the nation of Israel and they're crossing the Jordan River and they're carrying the Ark of the Covenant uh, which has like the laws of Moses in it. And you know, this is before Indiana Jones found it, that kind of thing. But they carry the Ark of the Covenant. And when they do, uh, the the water and the Jordan River parts for them and they can walk across it. Uh, and so as long as they're standing there with the Ark of the Covenant, the, the people of Israel can walk across. And it kind of parallels how they escaped Egypt when God parted the Red Sea for them with Moses. And now they're parting the, the Jordan River. And that's where we pick up the story. And I'm sure it's a, a great time of anticipation, a great time of wonder and awe. And so we're going to be today in Joshua chapter 4. Joshua is the leader of the people of Israel, uh, and he's taking them into the promised land. And so let's just read this with eyes uh, from back then, but also now as we anticipate moving into our new campus very soon. Joshua 4, verses 1 through 7. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe. Israel was divided into twelve groups called tribes, and there was a leader of each. Tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan. Right? Normally couldn't get the, these stones because the water would be flowing, but now to pick up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan from right where the priests are standing and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. 
So Joshua called together the twelve men he had appointed for the Israelites, one for each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So Joshua was basically telling the people of Israel to remember what God has done, to remember what God has done in the past, remember what God is doing now so that future generations can look back and see that God is with us and that God has plans for us and that God moves forward with us into the future. And so today, we are going to remember our time in the frontier the time that God has been with us and helped us to reach our community, the times that have been up, the times that have been down, the frustrations, the joys. And so today we are going to look back and celebrate our time in the frontier. And for some of us, we have been here the entire time, the entire three and a half plus years in the frontier. And for some of us, we're a lot newer and we're so glad that we're all together because that's that's the plan is, is to take the folks who are here and to meet new people and to grow God's church and to reach people for Jesus and to help as many people as possible connect to Jesus. So our story today is a story for all of us. And so thank you so much for being here as we remember. As we think back into our time three and a half years ago, I remember right before we were moving over to the movie theater, we just purchased all of our mobile uh, equipment for the mobile church kind of stuff that we have. And we had a truck and a trailer and we had to figure out what to do. And so today I'm gonna to show you a lot of pictures. Uh, and just right now I'm gonna show you some of the pictures that we used to prepare to launch in the movie theater. And what we did was we went into our old campus uh, into the Wesley Center, into the atrium, and we set up everything like as if it was going to be at the movie theater, and then we we took it back down and we packed it into the the, the trailer and, and hauled it around with the truck, and so we, we practiced this a couple times, and so it was super exciting. Uh, we put banners out that we we're moving to Regal Cinemas. We sent you uh, directions to be able to know where to park in the movie theater, just a lot of logistics like that. I also have a picture of my two sons, Luke and Nathan, and uh, I just look back on that and, and just see, you know, how little they looked and how much taller they are now. It's almost four years since we have been in the frontier. It's been seven years since we started this project. And so, like, my children, your children, your grandchildren have grown up uh, in the frontier, which has been pretty exciting and kind of a fun place to do that. And, uh, Laura? my wife, Lawrence, who I'm talking to, please forgive me for that picture because I know you weren't ready for that picture. And so please don't kill me. So anyway, uh, but, but moving forward. So then we moved into uh, the very first Sunday at Regal Cinemas. And I just uh, let uh, some of the pictures pop up. And as we think about how we did set up and take down, uh, you can see some of the movies that we're playing at the movie theater. We got acclimated uh, to the movie theater, you know, with the choir and, the, and our modern... Uh, worship team in there leading us. It's just, it was such a great thing. Uh, and we had you know, a huge learning curve, but we figured it out. And so what a wonderful time that we had having worship in that campus at the movie theater for the very first time. And now I just would like to show you some pictures over our time at Regal Cinemas over the past three and a half years uh, in the worship space. 
and just let them speak for themselves. Wow, what an amazing time that we had there at Regal Cinema's uh, Phillips Place. And I don't know if you noticed in that last picture, maybe we can show you a close-up of that. It looks like that Mike Olert was so into singing worship songs that Sunday that he, he opened his mouth so big that it even looked like he was yawning in that picture. Just what an amazing singer that we have in Mike. And Mike, so glad to be able to show that picture of you today, man. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> but if you know Mike, he is a jokester. And so I know he's having a good laugh right now as we look back at our time uh, at Regal Cinemas. Then, of course, we had milestone moments in the frontier, such as our groundbreaking uh, as we were over in front of a bank, in front of the Baku restaurant. Uh, just such a fun time that we had to have that worship service and break ground with our partners, Children's Climb Properties, uh, just, just celebrating this, this great thing that God's called us to do. And then, of course, we let the children break the ground uh, with some shovels, and it ended up being so muddy uh, that they just had a lot more fun than we thought they could have. And uh, so muddy that my, my own sons, we had to throw their shirts away before we even got home. They were so brown. It was just, it was crazy, but it was fun. So lots of fun memories there uh, with the groundbreaking. You know, as we, as, we, as we think about these awesome times and moments in the frontier, uh, the ups and the downs, just, there's lots of memories. Just think about how close we've grown to each other, being a mobile church, all the work that it takes, like literally all hands on deck. We needed everyone possible setting up and taking down. We had you know children who would help us. We had, we had people in their 90s who were doing that, all in between. There's a true team effort to do frontier ministry, both at the theater, but also in homes and in restaurants and coffee shops and the YMCA and retirement communities, other churches. Right? Just that's so much bonding that took place. And it reminded us that we can be the church outside of a church building. And that was a powerful, powerful thing that I know we're going to keep even when we go back into a really new, awesome building that we're going to celebrate very soon. And so just memories like that, we, you know, weird, crazy things happened to us. Like we had to call the fire department one day on a Sunday morning because one of the theaters where the children were in doing Explorers Ministry, uh, there's a lot of smoke and some, you know, piece of equipment had had worn out and was, you know, sending smoke out everywhere. And so we, we got through that safely and, and that kind of a thing. And uh, one Sunday we found out that someone had spray painted obscene pictures on our worship trailer that we pull our worship equipment in. And, and so thankfully, 
thankfully we didn't have the name of the church on the trailer and so that we you know would have south park church bringing obscenity to you and your neighborhood wherever you live right we're glad that didn't happen uh, but just you know just funny stories like that and we had to cover all that up of course with with paint but uh just all kinds of things that are happening and of course, there have been some hard times in the frontier. We've had to say goodbye to church members who have died and gone to be with God in heaven. We've had a lot of, you know, long-term church members who have moved away uh, for various reasons in their own lives. We've had some people who just didn't feel like they aligned with the vision anymore and have decided to, to go elsewhere and worship elsewhere. And we understand that, but it's been hard. It's been painful. And and then we've had to say goodbye to people who've retired, like uh, Pastor Nancy and, and her husband, Bill. We have a picture here of that. And so uh, there have been some hard hard days in, in the frontier. But we've also had the opportunity to say hello to new people, uh, as we have in this picture, welcoming new staff on board and, and new families. We've welcomed uh, many new people to our congregation. And, and, and a lot of you who are watching today are new to our congregation. And we're just so grateful that God led you to us and that you're part of our church family. And it's just been fun to be on this adventure with you. And so uh, we celebrate all of that. Uh, then, of course, we now have gone into remote ministry with COVID, and we've had to do remote worship. As you can see right now, you're experiencing that. You can see that on, on the picture that we're getting ready, you know, we're showing you right now. And we've had to do lots of Zoom calls and, and things like that. Uh, and so that's been quite an adjustment for us, this, this whole COVID thing, pandemic, and it's not over. We still have to navigate that even in, in the new campus. We went into the frontier as Sharon United Methodist Church, and we're coming out of the frontier as South Park Church. We're still a United Methodist congregation, uh, and in some ways we're similar. In some ways we've grown and, and we're different, and so that's been an adjustment for us. And of course, we look forward to being in the new campus. Got a few pictures to show you here right now of our, our new campus under construction, and super excited to say that next Sunday, you'll have a chance to go and have a sneak peek and to walk the church property. And we sent out information this past week and you can find more information uh, about that. If you just, you know, contact us through the church office, uh, we can help connect you to that. But we're super excited that we'll give you the opportunity to have a sneak peek and, and walk on the campus next Sunday. So uh, the frontier has been quite an experience, lots of ups and lots of downs. And we have so much to look forward to. Uh, and as, as a stop and just, you know, think about that. The, another thing that's been really cool is our partnerships in the midst of the frontier. We, we couldn't do this on our own. And so I made a list uh, and these are some highlights of, of some of our partnerships. I didn't want to you know leave people out. And uh, it's just a lot. It's really cool to think about some of the groups that we partnered to do ministry with both other churches and also just uh, people in the community. Obviously, we, we partnered with Regal Cinemas Phillips Place, and they've been such an amazing partner for this last three and a half years hosting our worship services. And just I, I invite you to pray for people at Regal because uh, they've been furloughed for most of the pandemic. They just reopened recently, but then had to go back uh, into a furlough again because they're just not, uh, the movie studios aren't producing enough movies to show right now, new movies. And so uh, we've helped out our uh, Regal brothers and sisters with grocery gift cards. There's a lot of generosity from the church to let them know that we care about them. And I know that uh, the manager, Nikki Bartels, is, uh, she's having to seek work elsewhere after working in the industry for 20 plus years. And if you pray for her and her, and her family, her husband is also a manager at another Regal. 
uh, and they have two young twins uh, that were born uh, to them while we were worshiping with them. And so we had an opportunity to, to minister to this family. And uh, if you know uh, of a, a job opening for someone who's great in management, please let me know because we want to help Nikki find a new job, help her husband find a new job, uh, because it's tough right now in the pandemic. But we look back on our relationship with them uh, with great fondness, and they've been amazing partners. So let's just continue to pray for our brothers and sisters uh, at Regal Cinemas. Uh, we, obviously, we also partnered with Upstream Restaurant, the Rusty Bucket, uh, to do all kinds of ministry things. Uh, we met in the Starbucks and a lot of coffee shops around the South Park area. Uh, we did ministry at the YMCA, at Sharon Towers, retirement community here in, our, in, our, in South Park. Uh, so just you know, lots of neat things uh, that we've been able uh, to do with partners uh, in the South Park community. Uh, also, just want to say a uh, shout out to all the many churches that have partnered with us to do Christmas and Easter, uh, to allow us to have funerals, to do outreach projects together, to, to pack meals together, uh, to have our student ministry uh, meet with other students in, in ministry and, and have places to go and do that. So just, I made a list and it's just incredible. Just, I want to run through this pretty quickly, but uh, Sharon Presbyterian. Uh, right down the street from us, just an awesome, awesome partnership. Now listen to all these United Methodist churches that have helped us in, in our time in the frontier. Myers Park, Wesley, Matthews, Light of Christ, St. Andrews, St. Francis, St. Stephen's, Grace, Providence, St. Mark, Central, Greater Vision, New Story, and Haywood Street Congregation. Right? Just all of these amazing partnerships that we've developed and that we can continue to have moving forward. We partner with Charlotte One uh, to help reach young adults in, in our community. And just we can just go on and on. Uh, and it's just been an amazing thing that God's been able to do and open the door and to help us build bridges. Uh, we also have done a lot in our outreach ministry, right? Missions out into the community, both uh, locally, uh, and internationally and even uh, nationally, right? So kind of a three-pronged approach uh, here in Charlotte, in the U.S., and also internationally. And just got a, got a few pictures we can show you right now of some things that we've done. Uh, the first is uh, our, a group of ladies in our church who go into uh, assisted living uh, facilities and take Holy Communion to the residents there. And, and, and we go and we worship there. We sing songs and, and we serve communion. It's just really cool. Uh, we are involved with a couple of different refugee groups in Charlotte. Uh, here's a picture of, of one where we did uh, a festival, fall festival, and just a great way to open doors and make people feel welcome in our community. Uh, we also took uh, several different trips to our site workers, uh, people who built our church, and taking them refreshments and meals and, and Gatorades and waters, and they were just so grateful. And what a great way for us to, to connect with them. Uh, and then also uh, our students continue to go on reach uh, throughout the U.S. to do these amazing mission projects and helping people here domestically. Uh, and we've gone to Haiti and we've established a, an international uh, ministry connection there. And so, again, just highlighting some of the things that we're doing. Also in Charlotte, we continue to serve in ur at Urban Ministry and, and feeding people who are hungry. We continue to, to serve uh, the community at Pinewood Elementary School, uh, right near our church, and just you know reaching out to the children in our community. Uh, and also then there's the, the Christmas Eve stuff that we've done, just the amazing generosity that, that, that you have poured out 
every Christmas Eve. It's helped us to build a medical clinic for New Story Church in Winston-Salem. That's a free medical clinic for their community. A lot of people living in poverty there. Uh, We've also been able to to do affordable housing here in Charlotte. Uh, We've been able to do 100,000 meals uh, packing to send overseas and around America. We've partnered with other churches to be able to do that. Uh, We also were able uh, to uh, abolish $4.7 million worth of medical debt uh, for Americans living in the Appalachia communities uh, in the Southeast, including North Carolina. So when you stop and you think about all the partnerships and the many outreaches, uh, ministries that we've been able to do, and there's more than this. Uh, it's just been amazing to see what God has been able to do in the midst of the frontier. So I don't, I don't know if you can tell it or not, but just I'm so excited to be the pastor of such a church who's been able to do so much for God uh, without a church campus. And uh, I've got a picture here that just kind of shows my joy and, and helps me to leap for joy uh, because I get to be your pastor and I get to serve with you and that we've been able to do all of this together for God. And it's just been an amazing time. Uh, there's been some hard times, but, but overall, it's just been tremendous. And God has done great things in us and through us and for us that we celebrate today. And so we ask the question, so what? So what's the point? What's the big idea? What, what, do, what do we want to walk away with today from this walk down memory lane? And I think this is what I take from Joshua uh, and what he said to the people of Israel. And I think, it, I think he's speaking to us today as well through the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember what God has done in the past. Remember what God has done in the past and step forward boldly into the future. Remember what God has done in the past and step forward boldly into the future. Look where God has taken us. Look what God has done, right? For 54 years and especially the last three and a half years, all the exciting things that God has done for us and through us and with us for our community. Remember what God has done in the past. Remember how God's gotten us through the hard times the layoffs and the loss of, of relationships and, and even death itself. And, and, and God's gotten us through all that. Think of all the great ways that we've been able to minister to people in our community and all the way around the world. Remember what God has done in the past and step boldly into the future, right? God, what do you have in store for us in, in our next chapter of our story as we're getting ready to open our new campus in the middle of a pandemic, right after probably the most controversial uh, presidential election that's ever happened in the United States of America. These are crazy times. Our nation, our community needs hope. And God has placed us here as an Esther for such a time as this. And so step forward boldly right into the future. Because I I think that God is going to need us to be kind of like how we were when we started the frontier, right? All hands on deck. Right? We're going to need as many of you as possible to get this church launched again in the new campus. And uh, I know that we're anxious and ready to do that. We've had, we will have had eight months of really not being able to, to serve on a Sunday morning and a worship experience. And so a lot of us are rested and we're ready and we're, we're energized and, and we'll figure out how to navigate COVID and, you know, who's comfortable in coming in person and who's not. But, but I think again, as we look back in our past, as we, we saw our, our two times of being pioneers where God needed all hands on deck, 
we need all hands on deck again because we're getting ready to launch the church in the new campus and God has many things in store for us. So I, I just would invite you to be praying about what your role is in this moving forward, how you can serve, how you can give, how you can be a part of the, the ministries. And as we think about what we can do, um, as, we, as we think about remembering what God has done in the past and stepping boldly into the future, uh, I just invite you to do you know, two specific things. One is look back. Look back in the frontier. What 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 do you remember? What can you celebrate? What were the hard times that God got you through? And and maybe one way that you could do that is grab a stone next time you're outside and you see a little rock or something, put it on your desk or put it by your Bible. And, and when you see that stone, just remember what God has done. Remember where God has brought us uh, over the past three and a half years and, and just celebrate that. Thank God and and remember. Maybe what you'd like to do right now is just to share a memory with the rest of us that you would that you jump on the chat here and just uh, share a memory. You know, something funny, uh, something serious, something exciting. Uh, what What are some of your memories from our time in the frontier? Whether you're brand new and and that memory is pretty fresh, or whether you've been with us, you know, three and a half years. Right? What are some of your memories? I'd love for us to share those right now and just kind of enjoy the moments as we see them typed up and they pop up on the screen. So look back. And then the next thing to do would be to look forward, which is what we talked about just, just briefly here. What's God calling us to do next as a congregation, as small groups, as individuals, as families? How might God be calling us to give our time or, or give our financial resources to help move the church forward? What what, what is God stirring up? What kind of ministries can we, can we dream up with God to, to take place in our new campus? How can we continue to keep our relationships with the community, be a community-based church? Yeah, we're going to have an awesome campus, and we're going to do all kinds of things in that campus and radically share it with our community. And, and how can we continue to be out in the community, out in the coffee shops, and out in our homes and that kind of thing? It's, it's not an either-or. It's a both-and. And so right, as we look forward, what's your role in advancing uh, our congregation? And, you know, now is not the time for us to say, whoo, it's, it's been a long three and a half years. We've got to put our feet up and rest. It's like, no, we've been resting a little while here, you know, uh, with, with COVID going on, not being able to meet in person. Now, we, now, a lot of us have been working hard and doing remote ministry, but I, I think a lot of us are arrested and we're ready to go and get back in the game and in-person ministry. And so, you know, what is it that God is going to be calling you to? And you're going to be ready to say yes to that. So, I want you to look forward. I want you uh, to look backward and all that kind of good stuff and just to celebrate what God's doing. But in the midst of it all, I think what it boils down to me is, is, is we're doing the two things that Jesus asked us to do. We love God, which we've talked a lot about with the way that we worship God, with the way that we do our outreach and, and reaching out into the community and trying to reach people for Jesus. And God calls us to love each other, right? To love people. I love this picture I want to show you of Elizabeth, and uh, who's also known as Lib, and Eleanor, uh, just just sharing a hug. I think that just symbolizes the love that we share for one another at our church, and that we would love to share with anyone who comes to be a part of our church family, that you can belong, that you can find life to the full here with us, with Jesus, that we are a church that, that loves one another. We love our community. We love God. It all flows from our love of God, our love of Christ. And just, just the last few pictures I'd like to show you, I think really summarize what we're all about. Uh, these, are, these are baptism pictures. And we baptized children in the movie theater. We, we baptized adults 
in the movie theater. We baptized adults in swimming pools in church members' homes. And, you know, when I see these pictures, that just, again, makes me want to jump for joy a, a million feet off of the ground because that's what God calls us to do, to make disciples for Jesus, to reach people for Christ. And we've been able to do that. And many of you are the results of that. And I just give thanks to God that we all get to be a part of the ministry that reaches people for Christ. As we are reminded of what God teaches us in John 10, 10, that that Jesus came to give us life and life to the full, that you can experience life to the full in Christ. And that's what we're all about is helping people to find that. Remember what God has done in the past. Step forward boldly into the future that God has in store for us. And we might be tempted to ask, God, what are you getting ready to get us into? What are you going to get us into, God? And when we we ask that question, we can look back and remember what God has done in the past and say, God got us through a lot. And God gave us lots of opportunity to be a blessing and to be blessed. And so we remember what God has done in the past and we can step boldly into the future because we know the God that we serve. We know where we have come from and we know that we can trust God wherever God leads us next. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.